welcome to Take Two Pills and listen to this podcast. Today, I am so excited to have two faculty on today to talk about their latest innovative project in um, health sciences education. We have Dr. Ann Ladisa and Dr. Cassie Bartlemy. Dr. Ann Ladisa received her PharmD from Drake in Des Moines, and she completed a PGY-1 at Barnes Jewish in St. Louis. She joined the faculty at CUWSOP seven years ago. She teaches nutrition and women's health in pharmacotherapy and also teaches pharmacy student communication and professional skills using improvisational theater exercises. In addition to her teaching responsibilities, she also practices as an inpatient clinical pharmacist in an acute care GIGU surgical unit at a hospital in Milwaukee two days a week, and she serves as a preceptor for pharmacy at B and Appy students as well as PGY1 residents. In her free time, she likes to write, perform, and watch sketch and improv comedy. She also likes to spend time with her husband and two kids, listening to podcasts, drinking coffee, and making lists. So welcome, Anne. And then Cassie received her PharmD from the University of Minnesota Twin Cities and completed a two-year leadership residency at the same college. She's been teaching at Concordia University, Wisconsin School of Pharmacy for almost eight years. She teaches a pharmacy skills lab course and the women's health pharmacotherapy topics. She practices as an ambulatory care pharmacist in a primary care clinic one and a half days a week. And in her free time, she likes to spend time with her husband, their daughters, and their dog. And they especially like to go camping in the summer, and they're excited to try it out their new-to-them pop-up. So welcome, Cassie. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being a part of our podcast. We talked a little bit about your bios, but if you could each go ahead and tell us a little about yourself and about your teaching style, and if you want to go first. That's great. Thank you. And how about you, Cassie?
Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah. That's great. So before we get into your specific project on women's health, there's one question that I like to ask everyone, which is um, I think that it's helpful to hear about effective teaching strategies. Both of you have mentioned some that have been effective for you. And then I also think it's effective, especially for those who are starting out, to hear about things that maybe didn't go so well and what you learn from those. So Anne, if we can go back to you, can you talk about a time where you had a teaching strategy that was particularly effective and then one that was maybe not as effective? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. Yeah. So can you talk a little about about what the professor looked like who you thought they should be? Was it someone who was more rigid or more? um, Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's great because I think a lot of us go into academia that way, you know, and um, and also I think one thing I've heard too from different people that we've interviewed is feeling like you have to be the expert, you know, and you have to know it all and, and not showing that kind of vulnerability to the students, even though that ends up being, I think, one of your most powerful tools is for you to say, I'm not sure or, you know, like that's a pretty gray area. The latest that I know about this is, you know, blank, so – and being able to be comfortable with that. Yeah. 
Exactly. And sometimes they're terrible, and it's okay. <laughs> yeah. And I think just going back to the teaching strategy that you mentioned with Kahoot, um, I feel like I really like Kahoot as a quick assessment because, like you said, it, it really does allow for that fail safe-to-fail environment. Um, you know, they're relatively anonymous. You only see the winners and, you know, and so things like that. And so they can kind of pick one and nobody else knows what they're putting in on their phone or their device and things like that. So um, I think that's great. Um, well, uh, Cassie, so... Tell us, uh, for you, an effective teaching strategy and then maybe one that didn't go so well. Sure. So, um, first of all, on Anne's um, comment on how she was a good performance therapy and how we end each unit with the cases and the codes, and um, I think that works very well. And I have heard from students that they wish other pharmacotherapy courses did the same thing. Um, so that really is well received by students as well. Um, and then going on to, so I spent most of my time in my lab course. And I think that's, yeah, go ahead. I think that um, addresses a really big issue that some places have. I know we face that challenge of maybe not having a ton of standardized patients available. So by allowing the students to play that role, I think that's really unique. I think that's a really great idea. Exactly. They're so hard to come across. So why not? And I like that, you know, it's not the students switching within the same case. They're going to different cases and playing those different roles. That's great. And then, sorry, go ahead. So and then one that was maybe less effective. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I think a good learning point from that too is that you did try it twice, right? Like you, you know, because I feel like with anything you pilot, the first time could go lots of different ways. And then, you know, like you said, you reflected on it, tried it again, but then, you know, you gave it a good try two times and I think that's good. Great. All right. Well, if you guys could tell us um, a little bit about your uh, project with interviews in women's health, um, can you give us a little bit of an overview and then what you would recommend to other faculty if they wanted to incorporate something similar? Hmm. to ask them difficult, awkward questions. When did you have your first period? When did you first have sex? Those kind of questions that are really just awkward. Yeah, sure. And we saw in the literature there really isn't a lot of training of physicians or other health providers in, in asking these type of questions. So we wanted our students to think about when they were the patients, how they were asked them, what did the provider do to make them feel comfortable um, and make it to see 
Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so important too because these students, what year were they? Remind me. Yeah, so P3s. So before they go out on rotations and things like that, you know, these topics, like you said, can be awkward or uncomfortable, but they need to be already having that mindset of professionalism around sexual health and around women's health before they go into those rotation experiences where they might be asking those questions. And it makes me think about, um, I teach the sexually transmitted infections lecture um, at our school of pharmacy. And one of the things the CDC recommends is a, for, for a sexual history is those five P's, partners, you know, things like that. And um, I just wonder how comfortable most students would be in asking those questions. But I think it's also really good that you guys allowed them to pick the person who they were going to talk to about this. Um, do you have any idea of who they tended to pick, like friends or things like that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Interesting. And so if you guys were recommending for other schools of pharmacy or other health sciences um, to pick up this project idea, anything that you would specifically recommend as far as implementation or assessment?
Sure, absolutely. Well, great. Well, that sounds really interesting. Um, and so thanks for sharing that with us. The one question that I also always ask everyone is um, what would be your overall prescription for success and happiness in your career? Uh, you guys have both been teaching. And so what would you recommend as far as it can be just about anything for success and happiness in this career? Cassie, if you want to go first. And I think that concept of focus, like you said, does come after being promoted or, or things like that where – because I feel like when you start as a new faculty member, you will take any and every opportunity, which I usually – which I think is a great strategy. You know, you're like, I want to collaborate with you. And someone says, hey, do you want to do this presentation with me? And everyone's into it. Um, but then, like you said, after a few years, really – kind of narrowing down a little bit, not only for tenure and promotion guidelines, but just like you said, to keep yourself really engaged in what you're doing and advancing in what you're doing. Anne, how about you? Yeah, Great. Well, thank you so much. Yeah.